This is a sermon given at St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. Visit our website at stdave.org. What a night. (laughs) It's been great. I know most of us can look back on our lives and remember what we were doing on key historical dates. If you were alive at the time of Kennedy's assassination, you could probably tell me exactly what you were doing when you found out that he had been shot. I know my mom did. I can recall in detail the morning of the September 11th attacks on the Twin Towers in New York and in the Pentagon in Washington, D.C. like it was yesterday. I remember every detail of that particular day. I can recall my wedding day and the day of my daughter's birth in excruciating detail if you ever want me to tell you the story. (laughs) I can also recall the day I lost my husband. You see, death has a way of doing that. It leaves a mark, a scar of sorts. You see, it's an unforgettable story. We all have them, stories to remember and stories to tell. All of these events, whether good or bad, were monumental moments, unforgettable moments or stories, stories we would not and could not forget. In each of these accounts, our worlds, my world, your world, changed forever. I believe this is also true for Mary, the mother of Jesus. I can't help but think of Mary and how the last days of Jesus' life had been etched into her memory forever. She had to do what no parent should never have to do, and that is to bury her child. We can only imagine the grief and the despair that she had to go through the last three days. We encounter her in today's gospel walking to the tomb, most likely to anoint the body with the spices she and the other woman had prepared, or perhaps to just grieve in silence. We can only guess what she was feeling. We can certainly assume that she is torn with grief as any mourning mother would be. You see, grief has settled in like a thick fog. So silently and patiently and mourning, she walks to the tomb. As she and the other woman approach the tomb, they see that the stone is rolled away. How shocked to find the stone rolled away and an empty tomb with no body to be found. And lo, an angel of the Lord is there. What could be going through her head at this time? Could she be imagining what she sees, especially given her sleep-deprived and grief-stricken state? Perhaps fear has overcome her. It isn't difficult to imagine the terror that Mary is perhaps experiencing, given that She just saw and went through the traumatic death of her son, and now is encountering this angel and an empty tomb. And if this isn't frightening enough, what could have been going through her mind as she walked into that empty tomb space? Only to find that, yes, 
It was indeed empty. Jesus wasn't there. If this isn't one of those unforgettable moments that would be etched into her mind forever, then I'm not sure what would be. It must be true. Jesus has been raised. I am sure Mary left the tomb confused and afraid given what had just transpired. With joy, I am sure she wondered, could it really be true? Is what Jesus had prophesied really true? Because this is unheard of. People don't rise from the dead. If this is true, then it changes everything. So off Mary goes running with fear and with joy, the gospel tells us, to share the news of what happened with the disciples. So yes, the women, the first apostles, the ones commissioned to share the greatest news in the gospel with the rest of the world, this great news that couldn't be silenced, the good news marked by angels in dazzling white and rolled away stones, the good news that could not be sealed in a tomb, the good news that Jesus was raised, yes, this good news, the women go and tell. Yes. <laughs> they go and tell the world that death will not have the last word. I'm sure this event was etched in her memory for eternity. And over the years, it was etched into our gospels and memories, and now it's part of our story. It's part of Quinlan's story. It's part of Brian's story. And this is why we gather here today. Because this, my friends, is the greatest story ever told. Not that other movie. <laughs> the best unforgettable story. We gather today so that we can continue to retell it, so that others can hear as well. This is a day that we too leave here with joy because tonight we celebrate our new life in a particularly exuberant and outgoing way. This is a night we welcome new members into the fold and this all, all of this begins this wonderful celebratory great season of Easter. As the exultant, which we heard at the beginning in the darkness of this room, says, this is the night when Christ broke the bonds of death and hell and rose victorious from the grave. We are reminded tonight that Christ's light cannot be extinguished, that grief is not without hope. The hope in the resurrection that sustains all of us. It is in Christ and in God alone that we have any true lasting hope. We have a gracious God who loves us, who does not desire our punishment and death, but who sent his son, his incarnate self, to die for us so that we all may have life. This is an unforgettable story. It is the unforgettable story. This is an unforgettable story of love, grace, reconciliation, and of redemption. And now it's all of our turn to go and tell, to go and tell of the good news and spread God's love, to go and tell of that empty tomb 
and to say that, yes, Jesus was raised and that Jesus has conquered death. So go and tell so that others may also see him. Go and tell that the Lord is risen. Alleluia, the Lord is risen. The Lord is risen. <laughs> Amen. You can find more lectures and sermons on iTunes by searching for St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas, or visit our website at stdave.org and click on the podcast button.